What's up, everybody? This is Dreadful Talk, episode five. And man, I had a bunch of cool topics like planned out, like fun, chill shit that I wanted to talk about. And, um, but then something happened to me last night. Um, and I don't know, a lot of y'all have probably saw my Facebook post about it, or I think I even put it on my IG live story uh, last night. How, yeah, in 2020, and liberal San Jose, I was called a nigger uh, in my front yard last night. Um, and I can't right now, Garrett, I'm doing something, um, but doing something specific. Um, but. Yeah, I, I, I had something I needed to talk to y'all about, and and yeah, like I said, I was called a nigger last night in my own front yard here in San Jose, and there's a couple of just points I want to touch on about that, um, but the, the first thing I got to explain that a lot of y'all might not understand is like the level of homelessness in the Bay Area, and uh, that'll become relevant later in the story, um, but... But, yeah, like, homelessness in the Bay Area is just, like, on another level. I mean, California in general. Um, and, I mean, it's not as bad in San Jose as it is in, like, San Francisco. But, I mean, there's a lot of homeless people. And, I mean, for the most part, you know, like, they pretty much keep to themselves. Like, they, you know, don't, you know, they're a little minor inconvenience, you know what I mean? I try not to, you know, be too hard on them, you know? Like, I mean, at the same time, you got to keep on distance because, you know, try to take advantage or whatever. But, you know, for the most part, most of them mind their business. I mind my business. You know, it's not too big of a deal. Um, but, yeah, so yesterday, um, you know, I was watching the UFC fight night and, um, and I'll actually, I'll probably do another little thing about the fights, you know, after this. I just got to get this out there. And, uh, but yeah, I was watching the fights. And then um, the fights ended at a relatively early time because, like, they were all super fast fights. A bunch of first round finishes. And so, like, I go outside. It's like, we're going to take the dog for a walk. And um, I just purely step on the front porch just to, like, uh, see how cold it is, just gauge the temperature. Do I need a jacket? Do I not? Um, and so, yeah, I step out on the front porch, and um, I noticed there's, like, a homeless dude in our driveway, like, I don't know, he's, like, off of his bike. He has, like, a bicycle, and it's, like, he's just kind of standing in the driveway. And I was, like, um, I mean, I, I wasn't paying him no mind. I mean, we live in downtown. I mean, there's, like I said, there's a lot of homeless people here, so it's not that out of the ordinary. And so I, um, so I was just like, you know, I'm minding my own business. And, and, um, and then he starts like, there's like a sign in our yard. I don't know. He just, he starts like kind of like actually being super cool to him, like super chill. Like, oh no, like it's cool. Like, uh, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Do what you need to do. I thought he was like working on his bike chain or something. I don't know. Like I said, I wasn't really paying him too much mind. Like I've just like trained myself.
I get a little more intrigued, but I'm still not like that worried about it. You know what I mean? Like I just, I'm, I swear, I'm, I'm really trying to be chill. Like I'm, I, I'm really. But we have one of the, we have this little sign in our yard that says, um, you know, like every the fourth Friday of the month, you, you can't park there from a certain time for street sweeping, and uh, it's like. This is the only thing he said that made sense. It's like it was facing the wrong way. Like it had been twisted. Like it wasn't facing the street anymore. And he was like looking at it really hard. And he was like, so many people have been coming to look by this sign. Do you notice that it's not facing the right way? And I'm still just kind of like trying to be chill. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I noticed that. Yeah, it's facing the wrong way. How strange. But then he's like, no, people are like coming. He's like starting to get weird. Like, let's just put it that way starting to make less and less sense you know my kind of bullshit meters going up and up and up it's just like getting going from a chill situation to a strange situation pretty quickly um and then like so once again though man like I was not trying to mess with this man so like we just we walk across the street and we kind of just like um are gonna kind of just keep minding our business going about our shit and then um, he screams to us, like, across the street. We're not that far now, maybe, like, 20 yards away. And he was like, am I right? The sign's facing the wrong way. Am I right? And I was like, no, man, you're right. <laughs> Once again, I was just trying to be chill. I was like, yeah, you're right. It's facing the wrong way. And then I was like, hey, but, um, you know, now that I think about it, um, you know, you've been in our driveway for about 15 minutes now, and I don't really want you there when I get back from my walk. So I was like, I'm about to walk. You know, I was like, it's like at the time, I still thought he was maybe working on his bike or something. I was like, I was like you know, I, I wasn't aggressive. I was like, you know, finish doing what you, whatever it is that you're doing. I was like, I, I didn't really understand what he was doing, but I was like, once again, I'm not trying to super rush him. I was like, I'll probably be back in like 10 minutes, and I'd appreciate it if you still weren't in my driveway whenever I got back. And um, he doesn't say anything, doesn't say anything. And I'm like, all right. And then, like, so I, I turn around and start walking. And, and, and now I get to like the end of the block. I'm probably like 50 yards away from him at this point, 40, 50 yards. And he's like, you fucking nigger, nigger, you fucking nigger. And like, like, honestly, like. I like I don't know. At that point, I still wasn't even really mad. As strange as that sounds, I just was kind of just like, kind of confused. Like just trying to get like a, a gauge of the situation. You know what I mean? See where every like you know what I'm saying? Is he talking to me? Like what's going on? Is it because you know my cousin who lives in the house is like is half black as well? So it's like I don't know if he's talking to him. Like I don't know what's going on. And so, like, I turn around, and I, and, I, and I say to Nina, like, at this point, I don't feel comfortable, like, walking around the block with this, like, essentially crazy, now irate, homeless dude just in our driveway, and he's been there for, like, over 15 minutes at this point. And so, I turn around, and I say to Nina, like, let's just go, let, let's go back in the house, we can let Holly in the backyard, you know, maybe we won't take a walk tonight, doesn't seem like the best time to take one. Like, at that point, I still wasn't in, like, like aggressive mode, like, to be honest. But I also, you know, am not, it's not my first rodeo. And I was wearing, actually, I was wearing the same hoodie. It's like a zip-up hoodie. Like, it doesn't fit very tight. It's kind of loose. Not something you'd want to get in a physical altercation in, that's for sure. And so I, 
as we're walking back, because like I said, this dude's in my driveway, so like I'm not walking back to dude. I'm walking back home, but I, I'm gonna have to come within ten yards of this guy to go in my front yard. So I just want to be prepared just in case it goes left. I'm not fighting, you know what I mean, in this baggy ass hoodie. And so I take off my hoodie, like essentially just like be prepared, like just in case. And but. I don't know if that like fueled my flight or fight fight or flight instinct or just like the closer I got to him like with each step my heart was just beating faster and faster my adrenaline was starting to fire you know what I mean and um and then like next thing I know I was mad like it was weird like I went from like not really having like bad intentions to essentially wanting to smoke in a matter of like just the time it took to walk 30 yards, you know what I mean, like, so now, like, my, uh, my, he sees me walking towards him, my, like, I'm down on, like, a, like, a, just, like, a sleeveless undershirt, and, like I said, now I'm, like, 15 yards away from him, and, and I don't know what changed, but now I want the smoke, <laughs> and I was, like, you fucking call me a nigger, who the fuck are you talking to, and he starts, like, trying to hurry up and get on his bike real fast, and then, um, I was just, I was just like, like, bring your ass here, and, like, at this point, like, I was fully about just to run up on him, and then he, like, literally, like, timing like a movie, he was barely able to, like, speed off on his bike, like, right, right, like, right as I was essentially about to piece, and, and, yeah, so, I mean, you know, he's a homeless dude, probably some mental health issues, you know, he's an older white dude, like, probably late 50s, I would say, uh, like, kind of salt and pepper hair, um, and so, I mean, you know, who's, how much thought did he put into it, how there was he, you know, I don't know, but, was that, is that motherfucker still in the wrong? Is that some shit that I should have to put up with? Hell no. Nah. Like, I'm like, is he wrong? Hell yeah. Should I have to put up with it? Hell no. Nah. Um, just, especially just in the climate, you know, like, I, I definitely, you know, I didn't fool myself to think that there was, like, no, no racist in California or no racist in the Bay Area. Like, that's foolish, you know. Humans are good and bad everywhere. But that was one of the more direct and, like, you know, overt and obvious, like, racist encounters I've had since I've been out here. And kind of wanted to touch on this briefly, like... It's just like a different racial dynamic here. Um, and like I, I, having lived in the Bay Area, having lived in Oklahoma, like, you know, Oklahoma still has just a lot of that like down south, just institutional racism. Like I, I, I made I, I've made this statement before and some people say it makes sense. Some people say it doesn't make sense. But like I, I even firmly believe a lot of people in Oklahoma like don't even know they're racist. They're just like these subconscious biases and political and religious worldview twisted. Just you know what I mean? It's not like a lot of times like 
they really might not even know they're racist. Like, I believe that type of racist exists. I don't know. Some people think that makes sense. Some people don't. I have a nice little theory on it, but, uh, but it's just there. But everybody knows it's there. Like, you, you're not going to really meet anybody from Oklahoma that says, like, oh, yeah, there's not that much racism here. Like, I don't know. Like, people know what's up, generally speaking. Um, but in San Jose, it's the exact opposite. Like, people drink the Kool-Aid that this is just this, like, liberal paradise melting pot where racism doesn't exist. And I, I remember back whenever, like... Uh, in 2016, I very, 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 very first moved here. Um, it was like right as the election was happening, whenever old dipshit Donnie got elected. And uh, he, everybody out here was like, there's no way he can possibly. A lot more people like that than like y'all are giving it credit for, and it's like, it's like I don't know, like I guess because, and then I'll, you'll even hear the argument from some Bay Area white people that like racism doesn't really exist anymore because they don't see it every day here and shit. So it's like it creates its own weird problem. It's like where. It's just, there's, like, this denial, and it's, like, everybody out here thinks that, like, somehow the Bay Area is past that, but then, like, clearly we're not, um, and then, like, one other thing I, I wanted to touch on, like, I had somebody, I won't say no names, but I had somebody, and I actually felt it was kind of disrespectful, but, you know, I handled it, you know, maturely and respectfully, somebody was, like, called you a nigger you don't even look black and that's that's i mean clearly an out of line thing to say to somebody but you know i somewhat understood where they were coming from i guess like but but just i guess if anybody is confused about this like mixed people experience racism too you don't have to be you know acon dark to get called the n-word or to experience racism and actually in, in my experience as a mixed dude sometimes racists may like dislike me more because i'm like their worst nightmare i'm like the result of in what they call race mixing which like to white supremacy like their whole goal is to stop race mixing so seeing like the manifestation of race mixing can kind of trigger them maybe even in a different way um, and like, yeah, like, so back in the slavery days, um, there was a rule called the one drop rule. Um, being mixed race is a new concept. Um, back in like the slavery days and like the, the pre, you know, civil war days, um, if you had one drop of Negro blood in you, as they would say that you were, you were considered a Negro and treated as a Negro and had the rights of a Negro and whether that meant slavery or, you know, Jim Crow or, or, or any of that. So like, I hear that's another weird argument. I sometimes hear from white people. Well, if you're mixed, then aren't you just as much white?
I'll fucking be surprised just the dumbass shit that I've had to hear kind of in that vein of thinking. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I made that post yesterday. It got a lot of traction. I know a lot of my friends and family were concerned about me. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people that do know me were like, how the hell did this guy not get the fuck beat out of him for calling you the N-word? And I, I honestly tried, people. I haven't gotten that soft. I've, I've grown up. I've grown up some. I've come a long way with my anger and all that. But I ain't, I ain't that much the bigger man. Yeah, I was going to fucking whoop his ass, but he just got away by the hair on his chin. Uh, and, you know, I, mean, I chased after him. He was on a bike. You know what I mean? Told him to keep it pushing. But, uh. But yeah, so I mean, I just kind of want to just tell that ex- experience of I, I had yesterday, let everybody know I'm all right, like, I'm not, like, shaking up, like, I'm mad, like, this ain't my first rodeo, like, I know that's another thing, and, it, and it, it's good and bad, like, I feel like a lot of white people since the George Floyd thing have kind of, like, woken up to everything that's going on, but it's, like, to all of us, like, you know, this shit been going on every day of our whole life. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, like, like, everybody's so shocked and, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Well, I, I say everybody, white people are, like, so shocked and can't believe it. And, oh, my God, this is really, like, it's really as bad as y'all said it was. Like, man, go back and listen to some 30-year-old Public Enemy albums. This shit is not new. This is not the flavor of the week. This is like as American as apple pie. Like this is the American experience for people of color. Like it's not some crazy rare concept. You're like this is this is just a day. Just another day in the life. Um, so I don't know. Everybody, I'm gonna post this in the comments of my Facebook post that I did yesterday. So I know people were concerned or curious, want to reach out or show sympathy or support or whatever, I was going to want to tell my story, you know, everybody be safe out there, you know, don't assume because you, you know what I mean, in a big city or a blue state or whatever that you safe, man, you see they lynching people down in South SoCal, so to all my, you know, black brothers and sisters out there, man, keep keep your head on a swivel, man, this shit is getting real, this shit, this shit ain't no normal, like, like, like they they really lynching people. They they found another one in New York. Oh, and another thing before I hear anybody try to support these dumbass theories, them them trust me, black people that want to commit suicide don't fucking hang themselves from a tree. Like you want to talk about some fake news? Like if that don't send your bullshit meter all the way the fuck off, then you really a stupid motherfucker. You really a sheep. And they need to definitely investigate and do right by them boys, man. But just keep your head on a swivel, man. If you live in a in an open carry state or a, or a, or a concealed carry state, I mean, take advantage of your Second Amendment right, man. I mean, I know you rather be, or even if you ain't, man. Sometimes we might be in the climate where you better off judge by twelve than carry by six, man. I know I feel that way sometimes. I ain't gonna say too much more, but. Every once in a while, you just got to make a decision that you think is in the best interest of your family's safety and your safety. Fuck these unconstitutional California gun laws. The only reason why these fucking liberals don't even know their history. 
and I say that because I'm not a Democrat or a Republican, so I don't want Republicans thinking I'm on your side either because I'm not. Fuck you too. But these liberals think that these gun laws were passed because of school shootings. You know, California had some of the loosest gun laws in the nation until the Black Panthers stormed the state capitol in Sacramento with many 14 um, semi-automatic, quote-unquote, what the... capital and like the resulting gun laws that came of that um all you all you know all, all your left-wingers that hate guns that's the real history behind that um stay safe out there actually in the words of yg stay dangerous man and we might it might no longer be time to stay safe it may be time to stay stay dangerous y'all but everybody